Welcome to Inside Today's Country, the show that gets the real stories from today's country stars, stories you haven't heard anywhere else. Your host is Tim Black. Tim has been on the radio interviewing the biggest stars in the business and discovering new talent for more than 20 years, and now in his very own podcast. Are you ready? Let's go Inside Today's Country. Here we go with another edition of Inside Today's Country, and I feel so bad I have not had this guy on the podcast uh, in the almost two years that we've been doing this, it is my buddy Ryan Cowan, uh, who is from Manitoba, and you're sitting on your big comfy couch. I am. This is awesome. This hey. is the most comfortable I've been in an interview in a long time. It's great. <laughs> oh, really? Tell me about an uncomfortable interview situation. <laughs> well, they're all somewhat uncomfortable because okay. you don't want to sound stupid, right? So. Yeah. Well, I have, you know, that happens to me every day. So, uh, <laughs> so nothing different. Uh, you and I have known each other for, for several years, uh, being, yeah. a, being a Manitoba artist. Um, tell me a little bit about, uh, you know, for those who don't know who you are, tell us a little bit about Ryan Cowan. All right. Well, um, yeah, I started playing bars when I was 14 years old. Um, just love playing music started playing the guitar and, you know, would follow my parents around the house because I figured out a little Elvis song or whatever. And my mom and dad would go, Oh, that's really cool. And it just kind of kept building. And then I started singing and like I said, started playing bars when I was 14 and played pretty much every small town in Manitoba, every hall. I got to know a lot of people and, uh, you know, got married, had three kids. And then we, uh, got a little more serious with the music and started recording and, uh, releasing it nationally. And, uh, that's, Sort of how we got to got to where we are now. But what was the first single that you ever released? First single was "Guilty as Charged." Mm-hmm. We kind of uh, went fairly aggressive into the market. We didn't uh, knock on the door. We sort of kicked it down with that one. But uh, yeah, it was just a really fun song and a real rocking tune. And uh, you sort of let the vocals soar on that one a bit. And so yeah, we did, did that one. And then my next release was "Nothing," which is almost the polar opposite of that song. It's more a George Strait kind of steel guitar, great story song, if you will. So, uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, just trying to show, you know, there's some versatility and, uh, show my voice off in different ways and and my personality too. What was it like, uh, 14 years old touring bars in Manitoba? And, and, you know, that must've been uh, quite the, quite the experience. Cause I mean, there's little honky tonks, little bars all over this province. There are, you know, and back then the, the live music scene, you know, obviously compared to today, there's zero live music scene with COVID right now. But yeah. um, I mean, back then it was, I would go to my calendar and if there was an open weekend, I would be phoning places because there were so many live bands playing everywhere. It seemed like every bar had a little band playing away there. And uh, I actually couldn't set foot inside the bar until I turned 18. So I played like in kitchen doorways, in hallways, um, they'd run a monitor over to me. I'd be sometimes 30 feet from the stage. <laughs> really? Um, I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, people would come just to see that because how often do you see some kid in the corner singing with the band on the stage that's <laughs> across the room, but it, whatever it worked. And it was, it was a great place to learn my chops and practice up. And, uh, you know, hopefully there's, I'm reaping the, some of the rewards of that work today. So now you mentioned Elvis Presley when you were a kid. You were following around mom, and dad playing a Elvis song. Who are who were the artists that you kind of looked up to, inspired to be? Um, I I guess for me, you know, like, and it's everybody likes Johnny Cash, but just he just tells such a story, and he's got such a such a deep 
deep voice that encompasses so much history and depth and um, mystery, if you will. So that was really cool. Um, one person that really influenced the way that I sing and some of my innuendos and stuff that I do with my voice was actually Tom Petty. I just, really? I'm a huge Tom Petty fan. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he does all those, well, I won't back down. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. All that kind of stuff. And it's just, it's kind of a neat, uh, neat way to do it. So I'm a huge Tom Petty fan. Not many people know that, but Ooh. the Full Moon Fever album was my my favorite. That was a, a real good one. I wore that, a few of those ones out. Free Fall and still one of my favorite songs from Tom Betty. Absolutely. All right. So you kind of progressed, uh, released a single and, uh, you know, you've been obviously touring across the province and, you know, where else have you been, Ryan, that uh, people may not know? Well, we've been out to Edmonton, you know, during CCMAs. We did a uh, provincial showcase out there. We we uh, were out to Halifax and performed. That was a really cool gig. On the top floor of the hotel we were in, we did a seminar. We were selected through the CCMA with uh, Tom Jackson. He's a live performance coach. It's not the Canadian Tom Jackson everyone knows. Right. This guy is a long, blonde-haired rocker. And he... he uh, opposite. Yeah. And he uh, works with acts to... Uh, he's worked with the band, Pe- band Perry. He worked with Taylor Swift. And he develops the live show. Okay. So uh, he actually works with some of the... Uh, some of the acts before they perform live on the CC maze okay. and just kind of gives them tips on how to change their song and how to incorporate things. So basically we got selected and we, we played, he said, just do your song. So there was like artists and industry people there and they all had like notes and pens and paper. So it was kind of, kind wow. of, uh, yeah, a little bit like, okay. And he said, just have fun, do it the way you do it. So we went and we did the song full band Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, everybody was pretty happy and clapping and it was all good. And then he took us really through, you know, that it doesn't have to be the way it's recorded and heard on radio because right. people already are familiar maybe with that version. So when they come live, they want to be entertained. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we did had a lot of fun and, uh, he showed, you know, the band, how to take the pressure off of the lead singer that he doesn't have to carry the attention all the time mm-hmm. and during solos and where to go and how to walk and what to say and how to hold the mic and what to do with the stand and how to intro and outro songs and solos. And it's, it was a really cool experience on how, you know, your actions on the stage affect the audience. And mm-hmm. so we gained some valuable insight there. So um, yeah, we've been to Halifax We've been up to Thompson, Manitoba. We've been to Swift Current. We did a show opening for Aaron Prashad out there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've been everywhere, man. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, how <laughs> did you, uh, you know, your first time, I remember uh, you being on the Dauphin Country Fest stage. Uh, let's talk a little bit about that memory because that was pretty exciting for you. That was. That was back in 1996. I won the very first ever Dauphin Country Fest talent uh, stage showcase mm-hmm contest and uh yeah i'll never forget it it was we were playing in the the contest was thursday night on the hilltop there and just a rocking crowd and we went out and um yeah we did did good and uh we got picked to as the winner so that meant the next night friday at like i think six o'clock at night i got to go out and do the the same two songs i did in the talent show with the poverty plainsman as my backup band right who uh obviously some other Manitoba legends. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we got, got to uh, go on a stage with them and I'll never forget. I came off there and it was a really hot day and I was just, it was hot. And <laughs> I was just, 
you know, all the adrenaline and everything, I was done and it was over and I was hot. And like, I almost, I'm not a fainter. And I, I remember my dad being there backstage and uh, I just about fainted when I, when I came off and it was all over, but what a, what an experience. I mean, that the cello, um, you know, amphitheater there, that's, mm-hmm. that is a guy that grows up in, in Roblin. That is my, you know, my climate auditorium. My yep. grand old Opry, that's the stage that every Manitoba Canadian boy or girl wants to get on someday because, you know, they later that night, like Tim McGraw's on that stage or someone, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's where you want to be. The people are there for the music and uh, they're very supportive. And, uh, man, Dolphins Country Fest has been so instrumental in, in all the success that I've had. They've just been so great to me all the way along. I can't thank them enough. But. I mean, there's 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 festivals all across Canada, and, and you've talked a little bit about you know going to to a few of them. But I mean, especially for somebody who is from Manitoba and and going to uh, Country Fest and getting to play that main stage, and I've been on that stage as well. Uh, there's such history there. Uh, do you guys feel that as artists? I mean, you were talking about Tim McGraw, but do you feel it as when you're on that stage that you know who has played on this stage? Well, you do. There's just a it's it's hard to explain, but it's there's like a vibe when you step out there, you kind of just, you take shape, if you will, into, into the performance and dial dialing into the crowd. And I think, you know, that's just the way the stage is shaped Mm -hmm. where you're intimate with the crowd. There's not really a bad seat in there. You can see everybody, you can look at them right in the eye. Um, You know, when they're cheering and clapping and, and giving you a high five, you are right there. Like you, I actually have the front row seat, not them. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's a great perspective for an artist and uh, yeah, just a great crowd. I mean, everybody's there for a good time and we do our best to give it to them. Speaking of good times, we have a brand new song and the title of it is. She got that too. She got that whiskey kiss on ass. She got that stab you on a dime. Kind of pretty thing that makes you rearrange your plans. Keep you out all night. She got that take up on my time. She got that boy. Let's tell me a little bit about uh, the new song. How did this uh, come to be? Sure. Well, this was actually a pitch from uh, Anthem. Uh, they're a publishing company. And and we just basically, uh, you know, had the song sent. And we get quite a few sent to us and just went through. And I talked with my producer, Bart McKay, who does a lot of stuff with Brett Kissel. Yep. And uh, we just sort of thought this one was had a lot of potential. And we got together and put our minds together and, and did a lot of work with the background vocals and the, some of the chant backs and stuff and had a lot of fun putting this one together. And it's just got a real kind of chill vibe, if you will, where you mm-hmm. want to, uh, you know, maybe roll down the window and 
and turn the radio up and drive down the highway. So, um, yeah, we just had a lot of fun with it. Very happy with how it turned out. I think it's, it's, uh, it fits the platform yet. It's catchy. And, and yet, of course, it's still got me all over it. So, uh, mm-hmm. um, I like to try and keep my voice sounding somewhat unique. And, and, you know, so when people hear it, they go, I heard that guy before and right. not sound like everybody else. So, uh, love it or leave it. I guess that's, that's my sound and I'll live and die by it. But, uh, I, I do like somewhat trying to be recognizable with my sound and, uh, and my voice. So what's it like releasing uh, a single during a global pandemic? I don't know, but I'll tell you soon, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, for me, I think it's, um, I started, I resigned from a position I was a uh, branch manager at previously and, and just started my own real estate brokerage and insurance brokerage. So, okay. um, I've been able to put a lot of my creative energy towards that, getting that going. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, I was, you know, missing music so bad and I, I had the song recorded, got it recorded. And I just thought, you know, people are asking, they want, want me to play for them on the computer, you know, and go do a live stream and stuff. And, and I've done those, but, um, there's just something about, you know, releasing a song and putting something out there. So mm-hmm. it's, it's not out of boredom, but it's out of, you know, the desire to want to get back at it and, uh, give some of the fans some more music and something new and something to look forward to and, uh, keep things sort of positive and always looking ahead. Well, and you have quite the following in the province as well. People know who you are. And, uh, and I know that's, uh, that's very true to watch, especially when I'm seeing you on stage and, and, uh, you know, uh, people snapping up your, uh, downloads and so forth like that. So you have a good following in the province, which is exciting and nice to see that you're getting something that, uh, everybody else can get a chance to listen to across Canada and, and, and in other places as well. Yeah. I mean, it's, I've been very blessed and like I said, just grinding it out since I've been 14 in the bars, I've met a lot of people. I've played a lot of weddings. I've played a lot of corporate <laughs> stuff and rodeos and parades and street dances and um but you know just you know, one of the biggest blessings of my music career is is all the people right because mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. that's what you do it for and and that's your audience and and when they give back and you know support you by coming to your shows and buying your merch and downloading your songs it it comes full circle and and i appreciate it and obviously helps me keep uh keep putting on new material so yeah the support's great um, guys like you that want to talk to me is, is awesome as well. And, you know, the radio stations picking up the song and playing it just helps spread the word as well. So weirdest place you've ever played. Oh my goodness. Um, you know, on a, on a two tiered flat deck, um, actually it wasn't even two tiered. Pardon me. It was just a flat deck and the drummer's riser wouldn't fit on the flat deck. <laughs> And there was not room for all of us on there. So I took his riser and put it in front of the flat deck so that I was sort of had room to move a little bit yeah. and set up all my stuff. And I'll never forget. I was like playing and I took a step back, just, I don't know, feeling the music, I guess, or whatever. And I, my foot like went between the drum riser and the flat deck and I fell backwards, but anyway, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> we could do this all day. Oh yeah. Wow. I mean, that's, that's but, awesome. Hope there was, pictures yeah, of that but so everybody much. was dancing and having fun i don't think anyone ever noticed but it was yeah but it was kind of weird it was just in a in a tent sort of in someone's field and whatever mm-hmm. but good country gig artists that you still would love to perform with that you haven't had a chance to do that yet with oh my um well i'd love to i just ronnie dunn is my all-time favorite male vocalist 
really? And I did have I did have the pleasure and the honor of meeting him at Dolphins Country Fest, mm-hmm. which is also another embarrassing story. Um, oh, you but, have to share now. You've told us. Well, just I like I was I referenced myself to people around me that day that I said I'm like a little girl about to meet Justin Bieber because <laughs> I was like I couldn't stand up straight. I couldn't catch my breath and you know, my, my hands were sweating and it was like, I was so nervous to meet him because, you know, you have this, you feel like, you know, them because you've listened to so much of their music and you've read articles on them and you've studied them and sure, you follow sure, them, sure. And, you know? And so, and he didn't let me down. I mean, what a great, great guy. And, uh, was just such a pleasure to meet him, but yeah, I must, I was a super fan. I was trying not to be all weird around him because, <laughs> um, I didn't, I don't normally get starstruck, but yeah. with him, it was, uh, yeah. So I would love to sing with him, but I mean, the guy is a, a beast and would blow me off the stage. So I would probably just stand there and just watch him sing. <laughs> right. I, I remember him being there. Actually, that was, uh, that was an amazing show. The guy is, yeah. you know, I mean, such a professional, right? And uh, as you say, one of the legends in, in the business. Right. And I said to him that night, um, I gave him like a band shirt and whatever, some stuff. I was just so happy to meet him. And I gave him some of my stuff and, and, uh, he's thanked me for it or whatever. And I said to him, do you realize that you are like my Johnny cash and, and how you influence all the people, the next generation. And he's like, Oh, well, thanks a lot for that. I really appreciate that. And then he came out on stage that night and he actually had a spot in a show that he referenced, you know, Johnny cash. So I thought, Oh, wow. That was a, a great thing for me to say that probably spoke to him because he has a, had a spot in a show where he references Johnny cash and, and obviously he, moved in with John in June when he first moved to Nashville and Johnny gave him a, a black suit coat and yeah. there's a bunch of stuff there too. But so, yeah, that was, that was kind of a neat experience. Ryan, where do people find you online? My friend. www.ryancowan.com. And my last name is spelled K E O W N. And all your social medias as well. Yep. You bet. Ryan Cowan band on Facebook. And uh, yeah, if you just, type it in, you'll see it. Or you want to go to iTunes, you can uh, find all my music on, on there as well. And uh, check it out. Ryan, I wish you all the best with the new single, my friend. I think this is great. You have something new and exciting out. Uh, and I look forward to uh, seeing you live, hopefully you know, later this year, maybe next year. Exactly. You know, we were supposed to be part of the country fest, uh, all Canadian lineup this year, but uh, obviously that didn't happen, but yeah, we're mm-hmm. excited. I mean, the band is, has, uh, pretty excited to hear this new song as well and they they want to get uh get playing live for the people out there again so it won't be long we'll be uh spilling beers and and dancing <laughs> and having a good time ryan cowan on inside today's country thanks for hanging out my friend you're the best tim thank you buddy thanks for listening to inside today's country with tim black don't forget to like and subscribe this has been a timblackonair.com production <laughs>